Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Matthew Cause, and this is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. It is Italy versus Switzerland live from the gorgeous Olimpico in Rome. The last game for Italy, a 3-0 win over Turkey. And Italy is looking to win its 10th match in a row for only the second time in their history. They've yet to concede a goal so far this year. They've yet to lose since September of 2018. They are on a roll. The other side, Switzerland had uh, absolutely dominated Wales a couple days ago in their 1-1 draw. Twice as many shots, twice as many shots on target, but that ended in a draw. Let's see how they respond to a tougher level of competition. We now go live to Rome with Alistair Bruce Ball, Leon Osman, and John Southall. This is the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. The Azzurri uh, in blue, the lighter blue uh, of the shirt, the darker shorts and the socks to match the shirt and Switzerland this evening all in white managed by Vladimir Petkovic his third major tournament in charge of the Swiss and a man who knows this stadium well having managed Lazio for a couple of years 2012 to 2014 and won them the Coppa uh, Italia I'll run you through the full lineups in just a second uh, Umbabu the Swiss right wing back has been fouled, he's got a shove in the back early on, so there's an early set-piece chance for the Swiss, which will be taken by Jordan Shakiri. They're unchanged for this game after the one-all draw against Wales. Petkovic wants to see a little bit more cutting edge in this game. Shakiri with his left foot, midway inside the Italian half, ball into the edge of the penalty area, is headed away, and it comes back to Mbabu former Newcastle man who's in the centre circle launches it high to the edge of the penalty area Shakiri, who I don't think is the smallest man on the field actually, he's probably being chased by the smallest man on the field, Lorenzo Insigne, initially won the header there's Granit Xhaka, the captain winning his 96th cap for Switzerland in central midfield, ball is played down the right hand touchline, Shakiri is busy early on, he's being chased by a horde of Italians there, he holds on to the ball and he plays it back to the left sided centre back, Borussia Dortmund's Manuel Akanji. Rodriguez's ball down the left for Switzerland's intercepted. Jorginho has lost out in a 50-50. Seferovic, the centre forward for Switzerland up to the corner of the penalty area. Plays the ball to his left. The cross is blocked and it goes out for a Swiss throw. The Swiss have started well, Leon Osman. They've started very well on the front foot. They've already won a free kick, which Shakiri should have done better with his delivery into the penalty area. Really threatened the Italians early on, but they haven't. But they're still playing in the Italians' half. They've got them on the back foot, moving the ball from side to side and playing at a really good tempo, Ali. They play with three centre-backs, the two wing-backs, Remo Freuler of Atalanta and Granit Xhaka in central midfield, and then Jordan Shakiri in the hole, in behind Briel Mbolo, who scored against Wales in the opening game, and Seferovic. Defending for them to do, though, because here comes Berardi for the Italians, onto his left foot, up to the edge of the penalty area, just ran it too far, sliding challenge on him, the ball's cleared up to the halfway line, Mbolo plays it back to Shakiri. Shakiri just takes his time, looks around him, and plays the ball to his left-hand side. Two minutes gone in the Stadio Olimpico, on BBC Radio 5 Live and BBC Sounds this evening. Italy nil, Switzerland nil in Group A. Seferovic trying to turn Chiellini. Chiellini having none of that. Takes the ball off him, clears long with his left foot. Headed back into the middle of that Swiss defence. Another Newcastle player in there in Fabian Scher. And then Freuler collects for Switzerland and passes it to Xhaka. Gianluigi Donnarumma in goal for the Italians. Back four of Giovanni Di Lorenzo. Leonardo Bonucci and Giorgio Chiellini who have 70 years, 213 Italian caps and 11 major tournaments between them which isn't too bad 
Leonardo Spinazzola is the left wing back who really impressed in that opening game against Turkey Jorginho at the base of midfield Manuel Locatelli of Sassuolo and Nicolo Barella of Inter Milan either side of him and then Berardi on the right Lorenzo Insigne on the left and Ciro Immobile through the middle and that is uh, Berardi chesting the ball down it's run away from him and he's lost it Rodriguez in possession for Switzerland I'll give you their lineup in a second three and a half minutes played Seferovic good centre forward work from the Benfica striker lays it off here to Shakiri. pass to Rodriguez low ball into the Italian penalty area and Leonardo Bonucci no messing around again clears first time with his right foot Immobile will chase this little bit of pressure on Nico Elvedi who is the right sided centre back he comes back to his goalkeeper in light green Jan Zoma and now Akanji, the number five for Switzerland, plays out to the left. Rodriguez side foots a little ball into Xhaka. Xhaka plays it back to Akanji. Lovely first touch from him to get away from Berardi attacking down that Italian right. And Akanji's seeing a lot of the ball here. Berardi snapping at his heels. Down the left to Rodriguez. Mbolo can't win the flick on. Chiellini's in there battling away with Seferovic. Italy have the ball and that's a foul on Ciro Immobile, but the Swiss have had a, a lot of possession in the early stages, Leon. They have. They've been quite composed in what well, is an away game for them in the group games, uh, in the group stage playing in Italy at the moment. So, you know, they're going to come under pressure. They're going to come under scrutiny from the fans. But as you said, they've kept possession of the ball. They've knocked it round pretty well. Denied Italy possession of the ball in this early stages. Just give a free kick away there. Just a little bit eager to win the ball back once they give it away. Sergei Karasev is our referee uh, the Russian this evening bright pink he's in black shorts and pink socks Italy enjoying a bit of possession now inside the Swiss half Immobile with his right foot first pass is intercepted the rebound comes to him he heads it to his right hand side kept in play by the right back Di Lorenzo plays in field to Locatelli Locatelli with the little one too again Locatelli gets it back down the right hand side to Berardi Kanji tries the challenge, Berardi bounces off him, ball to the edge of the penalty area, little scoop pass into the box, might fall for Immobile, Jan Sommer comes out and collects it for Switzerland, inventive stuff from the Italians. Yeah, very good from the Italians, first time we've seen them knock a couple of passes together, certainly in the Swiss half, and you know, it's no surprise to see the way they try and manipulate the ball, runners either side, it was Berardi with the cute little flick over the top of the defence, but... Locatelli just couldn't quite get on the end of it, but that was the kind of stuff that we were seeing on Friday night. Switzerland just having to soak up a little bit of pressure. Immobile, well, the flag stayed down. No, now it goes up. Went up late. Immobile stretching for the through ball. He was clean through. He would have had a lot to do from there had he been able to control it. But that will be a free kick uh, for Switzerland. Jan Sommer in goal for them. Nico Elvedi, Fabian Scher and Manuel Akanji are the three centre-backs. Ricardo Rodriguez of Torino. Uh, on the left-hand side is the left wing back, Kevin and Barbu uh, on the right. Aremo Froiler and Granite Xhaka in central midfield. Shakiri playing off Mbolo and Seferovic, our first close-up of the Italian coach Roberto Mancini, who's already taken the very smart light grey national team blazer off. Warm evening in Rome, a white shirt, sleeves buttoned down uh, at the wrist as he watches Switzerland Bill play through the middle of the pitch. Froiler plays to his left. Uh, Rodriguez passes short into his own half. Made it a 50-50 for Akanji and Berardi. And the throw-in goes Switzerland's way. Just a, a little loose. Ball given away. Switzerland have taken that throw. 
and coming through midfield is Granit Xhaka. Xhaka finds Shakiri on his left-hand side. He goes wider left to Rodriguez. The Italians say that went out for a throw. Assistant referee agrees. Throw in Italy. We've played seven minutes on five lives so far this evening in Rome. And it's Italy nil. Uh, Switzerland nil. And Leon, you and I were watching the uh, watching the pictures and listening to the commentary from Baku earlier on today. We both agreed, didn't we? We sort of became Welsh for about 90 <laughs> minutes or so. We did. Every time one of the home nations plays, I can't help but getting involved and feeling that I am from that country momentarily all, albeit <laughs> once the 90 minutes has finished we generally you know go back to being English straight away but it was great to see that result what a performance from the Welsh boys out there in Baku and thoroughly deserved their victory sitting top of Group A all the reaction uh, to it the interviews the analysis in the Daily Euros pod which will be there for you uh, on the BBC Sounds app much later tonight or tomorrow morning again Switzerland losing possession inside their own half ball might break here for Little Insigne, the Napoli forward, just five foot, five foot, four inches tall, scored his goal against Turkey, cross comes into the penalty area, Immobile jumps, Insigne chests it down, trying to get this under control on his right foot. Nicole Vedi in front of him, ball played back and back again by the Italians to the halfway line, and it's Bonucci with his left foot, he plays it to Di Lorenzo, goes wider again as the Italians bring it forward down the right again just a little interplay on that right hand side Jorginho now is involved in the inside right channel and possession being kept by Italy and they bring it back into their own half Leon yeah Italy are really growing into this game at the moment that early possession from the Swiss is um, dissipated really the Italians laid off them for probably two or three minutes allowed the Swiss to have a feeling of control in the game and suddenly sprung into action the front three Insignia Mobile and, and Berardi suddenly putting real pressure on the Swiss when in possession and they've started to give the ball back to the Italians and now they're really enjoying a, a long period of possession themselves here they come again up to the edge of the Swiss penalty area Barella looking for the ball into Immobile intercepted on the edge of the penalty area cleared quickly by Switzerland turning it into a race between Chiellini and Imbolo Chiellini gives up lets Imbolo have it Imbolo runs at him into the Italian penalty area Chiellini gets a touch on the ball, half cleared by the Italians, and away they come down the right-hand side. But again at a steady pace, Barella on the ball in central midfield. Oh, yeah, Ali, that's a, a, something to really keep an eye on. Yes, Chiellini and, and Benucci have got so much experience, wonderful defenders that give balance to this Italian side, but when Mbolo gets up against them, the raw power and pace and the intelligent runs that he makes is a real handful for them aging legs. Locatelli with his left foot Spinazzola gets away down to the byline little cut back there's the header and it's over the crossbar and that's the first really good chance for Italy this evening Immobile was up it was a clean header he couldn't keep it down it's Italy nil Switzerland nil I should score it should be Italy 1-0 ahead in this game Spinazzola at it again down that left hand side he gets right to the touchline and he just hangs it up really centre of the goal probably eight or nine yards out under no pressure at all Immobile, when the ball comes to him, he seems to jump, gets his timing wrong and manages to head it unopposed over the top of the crossbar, but big chance missed. Barella comes back and wins a really good tackle against Brila Mbolo in the centre circle. Mbolo still down, claiming he was fouled and should have had a free kick. Referee not interested. Insigne whips a pass across the halfway line between two of his teammates and gives the ball away. So Barella has to come back and do some defending. Di Lorenzo is there as well. Akanji. One of the three Swiss centre-backs, big tall figure in his bright white shirt, plays the ball across to Fabian Scher. 
share to Xhaka, Xhaka inside the Swiss half, across to his right in Elvedi, down the line here to Mbabu, and Freuler just has to stretch to control that pass, and the Swiss just being pressed here, and having to come all the way back to their goalkeeper, Jan Zommer, ball on his left foot, tries to thread one through the midfield, he's given the ball away, chance for Barella to bring it forward, and now Berardi looking to find Barella again on that right-hand side, pass intercepted, good challenge by Rodriguez, but Italy have it again with Jorginho, and he recycles it quickly and moves the ball to his left-hand side, Spinazzola is a tall, muscular figure wide on the left, Insigne just tumbles over the legs of Elvedi, the ball was beyond Elvedi, I'm not sure he was trying to win the penalty there, Here's Spinazzola, stepper over on the right foot, has the beating of Mbabu, this time the cross is to the far post, Rodriguez heads it away, and Italy again onto it quickly. Left-footed strike, takes a deflection, Immobile was there to try and get on the, uh, on the rebound, Berardi's shot, and the ball goes out for an Italian throw on the right, which again, they take quickly. Uh, Barella gives it to Di Lorenzo, back to Barella again, oh Locatelli, clever dummy, let the ball go through his legs, Immobile edge of the D, little back heel to Insigne, manages to find Spinazzola, Spinazzola just finds Mbabu in his way, goes wide left to Insigne, continues the supporting run, Insigne into the penalty area, the layoff comes back to Chiellini, Italy playing in tight spots here, just outside the Switzerland box, Italy nil, Switzerland nil, 12 and a half minutes played in Rome, here's Spinazzola, again teasing Mbabu, he's already beaten him twice on the outside, not this time, last touch there came off, the Italian goal kick for Switzerland. Leon Osman. Yeah, good defending in the end by Babu, but very good sustained pressure by the Italians, just pegging the Swiss back into their own penalty area. Their back five becoming a real back five right across the face of their goal. And then when they're trying to clear the ball, the Italians three-man midfield up against Xhaka and Fuerla. It's just picking the ball up far too easy, and the Swiss unable to get out. It starts with sloppy play themselves, trying to overplay on the edge of their own penalty area. If they keep doing that, then the Italians will eventually get the opening goal. Just on the stumble, I'm going to call it, from Insigne. Elvedi stuck his leg out, withdrew it, and Insigne was, was already... That wasn't a penalty, was it, Leo? No, I don't think it was a penalty. I did, I did wonder for a moment. I did give you a, an ooh uh, <laughs> early there, Ali, but, uh, you know, I've watched it back. No, certainly not a penalty kick. Bastian Dankert of Germany, the video assistant referee for this game this evening. By the way, if you weren't able uh, to watch the... Fabulous Wales win against Turkey in Baku this afternoon. Highlights tonight, BBC One at 10.45. Uh, that follows us with you tonight on air through until half past ten. And as I say, that Euros Daily pod uh, on the BBC Sounds app, rounding everything up and looking ahead to tomorrow's action as well. We'll be there for you uh, the very first thing in the morning. Italy nil, Switzerland nil in this second group game for the pair of them in Group A. Wales sitting on top of the group on four points at the start of this game the ball is played out to the right to Elvedi back here to Granit Xhaka who's very deep for Switzerland the Swiss captain tonight closing in on 100 caps here's Shakiri. Shakiri tried to knock that round Jorginho in midfield pulled Jorginho to the floor that's what the referee thinks anyway free kick for Italy yeah I think the referee's got that one right I think it was good pressure again by Jorginho the Italian midfielder giving the Swiss no time at all they're right in their faces the moment they touch the ball if they are clever if they can just knock it around they will be in, in behind the Italian midfield quite comfortably running it at the two aging centre halves but at the moment the Italians have got their number right in the face winning the ball back Chiellini one of those aging centre halves across to the other one Bonucci 
in his bright yellow boots. Chiellini drops for him, Bonucci just chips the ball casually to his left. It bounces in front of Locatelli. Ball into midfield, Jorginho had to stretch, Insigne keeps possession, back to Chiellini. And now Bonucci crosses the halfway line, Jorginho in a central position, Insigne lays it off first time to Locatelli with a golden number five on the back of his blue shirt. Chiellini up the middle of the pitch, lovely first touch from Insigne, into the feet of Immobile, gives it back to Insigne, looks to find Immobile again, the ball bounces back to Insigne, goes for the first time curler and is a long way uh, off target. Lovely understanding, Leon. Yeah, unlucky. Didn't quite get the shot as he wanted to when, when he thought about it, the picture in his mind, but the build-up play was great. He's been very lively in the opening of this game. He keeps dropping into spaces. He's being very difficult for the Swiss to pick up, picking the ball up. In the last couple of minutes or so, the Swiss have brought Mbolo and Severovic out to the left side and the right side just to try and get them back in the game. Um, Shakiri's become like a false nine when they're out of possession. That's how deep they've had to drop. Shakiri winning his 93rd cap for Switzerland this evening. Donnarumma's not been busy. He's all in yellow. He has to rush out quickly to clear with his right foot there. Italy have possession just inside their own half and they sense an opportunity to attack down the left-hand side. Locatelli pushes the pass to Insigne. Insigne's just running into a clutch of white shirts there. Almost went the wrong way. Got surrounded and lost the ball. Roberto Mancini on the sidelines not happy. Challenge on Shakiri, foul from Jorginho, those two having a nice little battle early on in the game. Shakiri complains, and that is a free kick for Switzerland. Yeah, certainly a free kick. Shakiri's wondering whether it's enough to be a yellow card for the tackle on him. I don't think it is, but it's certainly borderline from Jorginho as he's trying to put that pressure, maintain that pressure, which has served them well in the opening of the game. Not a free-scoring team, Switzerland, as we know, and particularly in major tournaments, it's often down to Shakiri to try and make things happen. He got the assist for the goal against Wales uh, with the corner. You think back to the hat-trick in the World Cup against Honduras in 2014, the scissor kick goal, Euro 2016 against Poland, the World Cup three years ago, the winner against Serbia in a really important game for Switzerland. So, key man, defending to do for Switzerland at the moment, Immobile, wall of white in front of him, spreads the play to the right, Berardi scoops across high into the Swiss area Mbabu heads it up in the air and then all he can do is the ball's dropping down on the byline is volley it behind and Italy have a corner 17 minutes played, Italy nil Switzerland nil Francesco Totti Leon Osman looking as cool as ever <laughs> in the stadium has he ever looked anything but? nope, nope exactly. he's one of those superstars that they don't have out there at the moment but no, there has been a lot of talk, but they're playing well at the moment. Insigne, especially, is, uh, is really controlling this game. Insigne, little fella, stands with his hands on hips, ready to take the corner. Whips it in, edge of the six-yard box. Might fall for Chiellini, who drives it home with his left foot. The old Italian warrior Chiellini at 36 gets them in front in the Stadio Olimpico. The ball initially hit him, dropped to his left foot in the six-yard box. He gave it a wallop. It's Italy 1, Switzerland 0. Yeah, what a goal by Chiellini from his point of view. He's a centre-half up into the opposition's penalty area. Go and head it. Go get something on the cross. It's a pretty good ball by Insigne as he delivers it just inside the six-yard box. Probably centre of the goal, five yards out. And Chiellini just wants it more. He's actually up against two defenders. I think it's it's Xhaka and it's um, Akanji. And he just bustles them both off the ball. He tries to win the first one. The ball just seems to bounce down at his feet as Chiki has uh, Akanji and Shakiri uh, Shaka both fall on the floor. 
and he's composed enough just to take a touch sorry take a moment to steady his feet before he hits the ball into the back of the goal goalkeeper has no chance Switzer still complaining they want the goal checked I don't think it'll be taken away though I think it'll be allowed VAR checking the goal at the moment that's why the game isn't back underway just making sure everything is absolutely correct our referee from Russia Sergei Karasev they're checking for a potential handball so when that cross came in did it hit Chiellini on his hand if it did as we know Leon the rule being even if that's accidental and nothing you can do about it if it leads directly to a goal and he scored the goal with the very next touch it won't count referee blows his whistle and decides well he's going to come and have a look is he he's not coming to the monitor no no goal no goal Chiellini's moment of glory is ruled out handball from Giorgio Chiellini oh I hate to see that I really do certainly no intent if it did hit his hand it's it's one he's gone in he was stronger than the two Swiss defenders he gets above them oh it's the it's the slightest of touch that you have to really be watching it it's sort of he's got his arm against Xhaka and the ball sort of ricochets into Xhaka where his arm is how you can give that but, kind of thing as a handball is beyond me oh that's a handball Shakiri's just punched that Shakiri's was trying to control the ball it bounced too high for him and that's definitely a handball it's the kind of handball and people know this Leon it's the kind of handball if he was heading in his own penalty area defensively and it hits his hand like that you're not going to get a penalty because his arm's in a natural position but the rule is different at the other end and if it touches the hand like that and you're right it brushes I think it brushes the right arm then hits the fingers of his left hand but it's it's hit his it's hit his hands yeah I understand the rule but you know it's a, it's a frustrating one I don't think it had any impact on the ball's flight mm. I don't think it had any influence on where the ball would fall yes it has just brushed off his arm slightly but you know I think he can find himself very unfortunate there Italy nil Switzerland nil Giorgio Chiellini thought he'd scored his ninth goal for his country on his 109th cap but it's been ruled out by VAR and certainly when he started playing he'd never ever heard of VAR but we have it now and that's how it works and that's why that goal uh, doesn't stand he's also tonight making his 14th uh, appearance at a European Championship finals which is the most of any outfield player uh, in the history of the Italian national team so he goes past tonight the likes of the greats like uh, Maldini uh, and Del Piero uh, and Antonio Cassano Gianluigi Buffon goalkeeper uh, has made 17 if Italy were to go all the way in the tournament he could go past that as well Italy nil Switzerland nil just about midway through the first half Italy had to sort of just ride a little Swiss storm in the first five minutes of the game but they seem to be asserting their control now ball fired through the middle for Immobile to try and get on the end of Xhaka has it though after the interception plays it back to Akanji Ooh, Akanji got lucky with the pass bounced off Berardi and into the path of Ricardo Rodriguez on the left hand side there are a few more than a few actually Swiss fans inside the stadium because you can see the uh, the red shirts and the Swiss flag with the white cross in the middle lots and lots of Italians uh, of course with the blue and white wigs and the red white and green flags all waving in this in this wide open stadium it's a vast arena the Stadio Olimpico Jan Sommer clips a low ball with his right foot lovely pass out to Rodriguez works nicely for Switzerland attacking down the left hand side and Barbu wants it early from Shakiri. he delivers the cross it's beyond Mbabu and Bolo might be able to keep this in down by the corner flag on the right gets support quickly from Froehler 
Foyler replaces club football in Italy for Atalanta. Xhaka's ball beyond Seferovic into the arms of Donnarumma and it remains Italy nil. Switzerland nil, Leon Osman. Yeah, it was poor in the end by Granit Xhaka, but it was much better from the Swiss. They moved the ball through midfield, they drew the Italians into certain spaces, created the space in behind for Shakiri to run into, and uh, unfortunately the, the attack fizzled out. And unfortunately for Italy, it's all over for Chiellini. He's kicked the ball straight out of play, just getting a replay again of the corner that came in that he eventually ended up putting in the back of the net. And it does, it does hit his right arm. He's using his arms for leverage to jump. I think the Swiss had spotted it when it happened. And as we know, the goal's been ruled out. But they now lose Chiellini at centre-back, which, which, which is massive, actually. Leon, considering, you know, the role he plays in this Italian team, he's had to hand the captain's armband over as well. Yeah, it's huge, and they'll hope that it's only something minor and it's not something that will rule him out for the rest of the tournament because, as you said, he, he may be aging, those legs may not be as mobile as they used to be, but his influence on this team is, is absolutely massive and thought he had the opening goal in this game and within you know five minutes he's finding himself off the field, so not a great moment for him. The man to come on to replace him is, is no spring chicken either, 33 years old, Francesco Acerbi, who has a pretty incredible personal story uh, of his own. He plays his club football in this stadium for Lazio. He was diagnosed with testicular cancer back in 2013. Uh, had an operation to remove the tumour. It didn't work. Then had to undergo chemotherapy, which is done. And now he's here back playing in his home stadium for the Italian national team in a major tournament. And it's a big game for him as well. Replacing Chiellini. And the, uh, the armband has been passed to Chiellini's fellow centre-back, Leonardo Bonucci, uh, who knows what he's doing, winning his 104th cap uh, this evening. But uh, it will disrupt them somewhat. 24 minutes played in the first half. BBC Radio 5 Live. You can listen to us on the go as well on the BBC Sounds app. Just uh, go searching for that on your device. Download it. And then when you get to that home page, uh, you'll see the, uh, the Radio 5 Live symbol that you can just click on and uh, you will hear us loud and clear so if you need to listen to us on the move that's the way to do it Italy on the move down the right hand side with Berardi real purpose and pace about this run drags the ball onto his right foot heading for the bottom cross comes in and in it goes from Manuel Locatelli couldn't miss from there Berardi with the genius to create the goal and Manuel Locatelli's going absolutely berserk he leaps over the advertising hoardings into the arms of all his teammates sitting on the bench he's surrounded he's getting his head walloped they're giving him the congratulatory pats on the back and on the head and Italy have the lead against Switzerland Italy won Switzerland nil well Locatelli may have finished this one with a tap-in but he started it with an absolutely wonderful volley pass out to the right-hand side to Berardi who then as you said Ali did some magic all by himself just seeing this pass again in the middle it's a volleyed left foot out to the right hand side of Berardi bounces once before he gets it Berardi's got time and space to then run at Rodriguez he goes at him on the outside he sells him he does him diving in Rodriguez he creates half a yard to get the pass in he takes his time he fires it across and who's arriving after that volleyed pass from the left hand side it's Locatelli himself with the simplest of right foot tap-ins it's a wonderful goal no less than they deserve the Italians as they find themselves 1-0 ahead how nicely on as a midfielder is that moment when you make the run you've seen it from a long you've played the pass you make the run he kept going he kept going he kept going I know they'll pick it up 
on the analysis at, at half-time and then you arrive and the ball lands there and you think thank you very much that didn't happen very often for me I was still <laughs> trying to get in the penalty area at that point but your eyes light up his eyes will have done you know as you said to, to have made the pass that he did to then follow it to get beyond the two strikers that were trying to get in the penalty area as well to it for it to arrive at his feet for that tapping to score the opening goal for his country what a, what a moment for him win tonight for Italy takes them through to the last 16 ahead of their final game against Wales which will be a five live commentary on Sunday at five o'clock Rodriguez for Switzerland tries to rifle one in from 30 yards out that was very ambitious he's missed by a mile and the ball goes behind for a goal kick read a lovely line on Locatelli today on the train on the way up Leon I was just going over the notes as a kid he wanted to become a private detective and so much so he actually made himself his own school bag and on it he wrote his name Manuel Locatelli FBI and his family still rip him about it and apparently he was a huge fan of murder she wrote uh, growing up as a kid which which in Italian I'm gonna go for the Italian again because I read this today is called La Signora in Giallo big fan of Angela Lansbury exactly yeah. exactly so you I, just I wish I'd have known that kind of thing as a teammate <laughs> yeah, exactly you're just learning a little bit more about Manuel Locatelli the key though for Italy tonight is that he has opened the scoring and they are sitting proudly at the moment uh, on the top of Group A at Euro 2020 and heading towards the last 16 what can Switzerland uh, do about this defending for them to do again Rodriguez the ball runs through his legs but he turns and is able to keep hold of it played back to Elvedi Elvedi the right-sided centre-back passes across the halfway line to Mbolo lays it back to Xhaka Xhaka on the centre circle nice ball purposeful pass through the middle Shakiri on the dribble sees Mbabu in a bit of space on the right Mbabu has to hurry to keep that ball in little trick from him right foot then left foot trying to take it past Spinazzola into the penalty area Froiler now to Shakiri. Shakiri, no, that's loose. Poor ball. Straight into the chest of Berardi. Berardi plays it to his right hand side. Barella, Immobile starts to make the run. Barella doesn't use him. Instead, he whips the ball out wide to the left hand side. It takes a while to get there. Insigne controls it and plays the ball back into the Italian half. Well, it was a great run as well. And if he'd have just spotted him, the Swiss defence had held their line. He'd have been in with 40 yards of pitch to run into. But at the moment, the the Italian front three are playing really high, really wide, especially Berardi on that right-hand side. It's just pinning the Swiss all the way back. They have to defend as a back five against the three Italian players who are playing at the top end of the field. And it's just allowing so much time in the middle of the field for, for the likes of Jorginho and Locatelli and Barella. And the, the Swiss have got to allow their wing-backs to get out. They've got to get forward if they want to have an effect on this game. Sorry, Lynn, I was just going to say, apart from that lack of pace in the centre of defence which you think might get tested by better teams later in the tournament they, they look a seriously good outfit don't they Italy again this evening well they do you know to see you know, the, the, the way that they're tactically set up it's it's interesting to see you can one of the centre halves is stepping in and, and staying behind they're, they're allowing the likes of Jorginho not to always be on the back foot we've mentioned him pressing into the midfield when he spots when he steps in one of the centre half steps in and uh, it's very brave football but very effective at the moment here's Shakiri in the inside right channel for Switzerland in the white shirts with the red numbers on their backs and Barbu left-footed ball back to Freuler Freuler quickly to his left finds Xhaka but it's slowed down for Switzerland they're coming back to the halfway line whistles from the Italian fans just jeering the Swiss possession trying to uh, tempt them into playing a riskier pass giving the ball away Seferovic has dived in with a challenge 
and Jorginho and Italy get the free kick so coming into this one Italy unbeaten in 28 games having won the last nine without conceding a goal and another little one for you when they've played in Rome in major tournaments they have never lost a game in 11 games in Rome uh, in major tournament finals 1-9 drawn 2 they're ahead again this evening leading Switzerland by a goal to nil Manuel Locatelli the goal scorer Immobile's flip that's Spinazzola the left wing back who's charging down the right wing to, to try and get on the end of that that's what I'm saying about how fluent they are this moment he made that run and you're right it was a it seemed like a crazy run from a left back over to the right uh, side of the field to try and get on the end Locatelli just just slotted into his place they, they tried to attack they can't because the Italians are still well set up they're so well drilled and sometimes when you're playing without that one outstanding start everybody buys into the tactics and the work that that you have to do to get a victory and that's what it looks like from the Italians at the moment Italy won Switzerland nil three more commentaries for you tomorrow on five live from the Euros Ukraine North Macedonia kicks off at two o'clock Denmark Belgium is at five o'clock Netherlands back in action uh, who were very entertaining their opening game against Ukraine they host Austria at eight o'clock all on five live for you tomorrow and then on Friday Leon England are playing Scotland are they mm -hmm. at Wembley at eight o'clock five live the place to be for that one there's a 6.06 as well after that game uh, from 10 through until midnight because I think people might want to talk about it as well after it's happened here's Insigne lost the ball wide on the left for Italy and Locatelli's in with the challenge the goal scorer curly hair wreathed in beads of sweat the ball goes out for a throw and Babu takes that and uh, started well the Swiss but at the moment they're, they're being suffocated it must, it must be a frustrating game for them to play in at the moment got to hang in there yeah they're just not switching play quick enough they're playing with wing backs the Italians aren't going out into those spaces and they're just not using them enough Insigne finds Immobile into the penalty area, trying to work it onto the left foot Jan Sommer's off his line gets a palm on the ball comes back to Insigne goes for a delicate curler to the far post the Kanji's there to head it away off the goal line it was just going wide Berardi's not going to let up here in his familiar position wide on the right plays the ball back into midfield Jorginho is onto it and Italy recycle and they go from right to left very quickly it's good strong goalkeeping by Sommer on that occasion as you said as he twisted inside and went through one you just thought he was going to be able to get a shot away but it was really quick from his line Sommer really strong arm to deny immobile as he went into that position back onto his feet to, to also stop Insigne having a, an easy shot on goal good goalkeeping Italy 1, Switzerland 0, Locatelli with the goal, here is Locatelli in the centre of midfield, doesn't get that pass right, hits it straight at Rodriguez who's hoping for the run from Berardi on the right hand side, Switzerland have beaten the initial Italian press here, Seferovic forward to Mbolo, Shakiri's making a great run, pass can't find him, Spinazzola's long legs eating up the ground to get back and uh, intercept the pass, we have 10 minutes just over uh, left in the first half here on BBC Radio 5 Live, Stadio Olimpico tonight, Italy leading Switzerland by a goal to nil. I imagine more reaction to Wales's famous win in Baku coming your way at half-time with Mark Chapman offside uh, against Ciro Immobile. And he's annoyed with either himself or someone else for not releasing the pass, so he's quite a long way offside there. Yeah, he won't be annoyed at himself though. <laughs> <laughs> He'll still be annoyed at the delayed pass that came his way, but it's Insigne again, just running off this left-hand side, in behind 
Xhaka and a Xhaka who's just unable to, to track the runs he's having such difficulty getting up to Locatelli and Barella in midfield that the moment Insigne makes that little run off the line in behind him off the wing back nobody's able to pick him up and the Italians are having so much joy from it Switzerland bring the ball down the right trailing Italy by a goal to nil inside the Italian half Shakiri onto it again dangerous for Italy this support on the left from Rodriguez he's in space Rodriguez drives it low with his left foot Di Lorenzo is there to block with his shins hands behind his back in case the ball went high and in danger of conceding the penalty it's gone behind for a Switzerland corner well there's that joy a, a couple of decent passes in midfield suddenly you're in behind that Italian midfield press and then you're at the back the back two or the back three of, uh, of Italy good overlap and run by Rodriguez loads of space on that left hand side but decent block but opportunity from a corner now for Switzerland yeah, corner coming in from the left hand side Rodriguez will take it such an imposing figure Donnarumma six foot five in bright yellow bearded chin Rodriguez away swinging corner Insigne intercepts it Italy coming at real pace on the break here and Immobile continues to bring that forward and it's Barella, Barella plays the ball to his right hand side, Immobile makes the run inside, driven shot from Berardi is blocked on the edge of the penalty area and suddenly it's going a little bit end to end because Fabian Scher coming back from the set piece has lost it in the centre circle, desperately has a swing at the ball to try and win it back, it's something on it to divert it into the path of Shakiri. Shakiri's ball to Rodriguez, now to Xhaka, Xhaka turns just inside the Italian half and Switzerland keep possession nine minutes to go in the first half Italy leading Switzerland by a goal to nil and they will become if they win this game the first through first team through uh, to the last 16 whatever happens to them in their last game against Wales in this stadium on Sunday Insigne clever ball with his right foot releases Spinazzola Spinazzola might go it alone here into the penalty area still going and then pokes it with the outside of his right boot never quite believed and it dribbles wide of the left hand post and goes behind for a goal kick yeah, as you said, he never quite believed in himself as as a, a right-footed left-back attacking a, a right-sided centre-back. He, he had the opportunity to take the ball onto his left hand, to, onto his left foot. He didn't fancy, he tried to poke it with the outside of his right foot rather than shoot with his left foot. Didn't quite get it right, but it comes from a sloppy pass again by the Swiss in midfield. Granit Xhaka refused to pass forward, then tried to do a, a square pass of 30, 40 yards across the field. And, the Italians are set up to, to try and read those passes. Nearly had some more joy. It's Leon Osman watching the action in the Stadio Olimpico this evening in Rome. Eight minutes left in the first half. Italy leading through Locatelli's goal offside against Jordan Shakiri. Nice diagonal ball to him. Uh, Shakiri has looked, looked dangerous. He's got into good pockets of space and has been able to beat men, not quite been able to find the, the killer passes yet. Slow hand clap building up around the stadium as Italy keep possession. Just outside their penalty area, if you just tuned in, Chiellini thought he'd scored, goal ruled out for, a, for an accidental handball by him from a set piece before he'd stuck it in the back of the net and then moments later uh, had to go off with an injury. So Acerbi is on at centre-back for Italy with this proud defensive record, having not conceded uh, in their last nine games, all of them wins. Last player to score against them, Donny van der Beek the Netherlands uh, back in October. Here's Akanji with his right foot. Seferovic comes towards the ball, just holds off Benucci, plays the pass back to Ricardo Rodriguez, side foots one to Xhaka. Xhaka is chased by a couple of Italian players. Switzerland have worked it well. Seferovic a little bit deeper here. Low pass to his left-hand side. 
Rodriguez one-on-one -on -one with Di Lorenzo takes it infield on his right foot Switzerland lose it Italy look for the counter Insigne on the ball Spinazzola's at it again he's like a 400 meter runner in the back straight there just powering past Insigne to get onto the ball on the left hand side tries to beat Mbabu and Mbabu gets in the way in time and it goes behind for an Italian corner I didn't think he had that kind of running power Spinazzola that put the burners on there absolutely did his teammate he must have run 60 70 yards to force this corner for the Italians but again they're in a good shape defensively they look well organized the Swiss are trying to play through the midfield the Italians pick them off and counter-attack 60 70 yards good play corner then for Italy leading Switzerland by a goal to nil as it stands heading for the last 16 at Euro 2020 and just watching them so far in this tournament I don't think you'd fancy meeting them too much winner of this group will play the runner-up group C crossing to the uh, six-yard box Sommer punches it away with his right hand group C is the uh, Netherlands group with Ukraine Austria North Macedonia goal scorer Locatelli side foots a little ball back here then tries to get on the end of the return Froehler has his run covered knocks the ball behind for another corner uh, Real Madrid Football Club announcing that tomorrow uh, there will be a farewell to our captain Sergio Ramos is leaving Real Madrid breaking news for you Wow. so yeah not at the Euros and finally leaving Real Madrid corner for Italy from the right this one Bonucci involved in a little tussle off the ball trying to make his run to the near post swung in headed away to the edge of the box Embolo with a second head of the Swiss striker Spinazzola onto it for Italy Swiss players just back off he's 10 yards inside the Swiss half and Italy just decide to knock it about and play a bit of keep ball with five minutes remaining in this first half yeah just they're in total control at the moment Italy in possession out of possession they look like they know exactly the way they want to attack the way they want to defend they're getting the people in spaces that they'd expect Insigne again yeah it's found Immobile, Immobile drives it in at the near post, Sommer gets a hand on it and palms it away. I think Immobile was just trying to put that back across goal and hoping a teammate might get there because the pass ran just beyond him. Swiss player down in central midfield. So the referee blows his whistle, Seferovic, the centre forward, has taken a knock. So we're just going to check that he's OK and then play will get back underway again. It was a challenge with Jorginho, I think he had his, his foot trodden on yeah, I didn't think there was an awful lot in that. It's just great play again, Insigne coming in off this left-hand side. Good work by Immobile making a, a lovely strike as running behind the centre-half. Unfortunate the angle he ended up getting to the ball. That was too narrow to score a goal, but good movement, good play. One of the interesting things, actually, Leon, from commentating on Italy in this first half and, and watching them again, is there's so much fluidity and movement with... I mean, pretty much everyone apart from the centre-backs that you almost have to double-check yourself when you see who's on on the ball because people are popping up all over the place at different times as uh, Switzerland go for a long ball <laughs> rumours miles outside his penalty area cushions a little header to his left-hand side Acerbi plays it back to Donnarumma in the left-back position not taking any chances there knocks it straight out for a throw yeah well great goalkeeper what a cushioned header that was at first to his <laughs> to his left back after coming outside of his penalty area then he was played the ball back to him no nonsense I'm not always trying to play the ball if this needs to go I'm going to kick it out the park I'm under pressure so 
good experience for the young goalkeeper. Switzerland have it on the halfway line. Ball is knocked across from Cher to Akanji. Slowly, deliberately, cautiously as Cher comes trotting forward. Launches a high swinging diagonal to Rodriguez. Chests it down, loose second touch. Gives Di Lorenzo a chance to let it go behind. Rodriguez makes the tackle and he actually knocks it behind for the goal kick to Italy who leads Switzerland by a goal to nil. Well, it's a poor touch by Rodriguez, but that's the kind of pass that the Swiss need to do. The Italians are defending so narrow, which is working very successfully at the moment. They're offering that 60-70 yard pass onto the onto either wing back and they can get it high and wide. They haven't been brave enough in this first half the Swiss. They've been quite negative. They've been happy to get behind the ball and defend deep. They're going to have to be a lot more positive in the second half. Ball cleared by Bonucci now captaining Italy, Jorginho with a howl goes tumbling to the floor as he's challenged and wins the free kick. Should repeat as well, by the way, if Italy beat Switzerland tonight, Wales are then in a fantastic position to claim the runners-up spot in this group potentially because Turkey wouldn't be able to catch them uh, even if they won their last game uh, against Switzerland. Switzerland could catch them and be level on them uh, on four points, but then it would go to the head-to-head -head record where all is even then it goes to goal difference in the group and Wales is much better than Switzerland if they were to finish runners-up in this group Wales you'd meet the runner-up in group B which would probably be Denmark Russia or Finland you'd think if Belgium are going to win that group and I think Wales at the start of the tournament would definitely have taken that we'll see last minute of the first half here Italy leading Switzerland by a goal to nil and Bolo's being tugged and pulled and wrestled by Achebe the two of them were at it to be fair cross goes behind goal kick given to Italy I mean Achebe has hold of his shirt Leon from, from the word go there they, but in fact they, they're both they are in the end but I think Bolo's unfortunate I think he was getting his shirt tugged well sorry I think he started tugging the shirt after the fact he'd already been fouled two or three times before he joined in he's very unfortunate not to win a free kick then and, and, and the risk from a Cherby there is that actually continued into the penalty area where you know holding a shirt and if you get busted doing that yeah we haven't seen enough from from Mbolo in this first half Switzerland haven't managed to get him on the ball in the right spaces turned and running at the Italian defence it's been most of his work's been in his own half in, in wide positions Switzerland have got a lot of work tactically to do at half-time to get themselves not only back into this game, but to be taking part in this game. Two minutes of added time at the end of the first half. That's the voice of Leon Osman here on Five Live. Italy leading Switzerland by a goal to nil. Shakiri turns in the centre circle, chased by Jorginho. Ball brought forward by Fabian Scher at pace. Poor pass from him, chance for Italy to get a second just before half-time, possibly if they can work it. Three on three at the moment. Immobile to Insigne. Insigne comes dancing into the penalty outside of his right foot, weak pass intercepted. Oh, Shakiri lets it run under his foot inside the box. And uh, Locatelli was very nearly onto that behind him. Locatelli is now there to pass the ball back to Jorginho. Insigne turns it round the corner, flicked back to him by Immobile. Ball played into midfield. That's Berardi who's come more central. Locatelli beaten to it by Mbabu. Good defending, strong run from the right wing back as well, powering forward here at this Italian defence, Mbabu, then low ball into the box, oh that was clever from Di Lorenzo, just let it go through his legs because he knew there was no one behind him, Seferovic fell for it, and the ball's gone behind for an Italian goal kick. Yeah, that was very good, he knew that if he made a challenge on Seferovic, there was the potential for 
you know, a, a penalty kick inside his own penalty area, and he just uh, let the ball go through his own legs. He let the ball go harmlessly out for a goal kick. Great play. Match stats, 52% possession for Italy, 48 for Switzerland, who started this game well. Seven shots for Italy, the one on target, the goal from Locatelli. Italy leading Switzerland 1-0. Half-time whistle will blow any second. Ball is cleared by Benucci. Told you so, there we go. The referee very purposely points to the dressing rooms and says, take a breather. And we get a close-up of Manuel Locatelli scoring his second goal for Italy this evening. And actually, Leon, the point we should pick out there, and you spotted it as it happened, was the left-footed volley pass from him to start the move that then led to his goal was a thing of beauty. Welcome back, everybody. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. I'm Matthew Cause, and joining me are TSN Radio Euro commentator and one soccer lead commentator. It is Gareth Wheeler. Gareth, thanks for being part of the show. Oh, love it, Cause. What a half of football by Italy. They are just on another level right now. Every tournament, there's a player that pops up that you kind of predict is going to do well. Mine was 23-year-old yep. Manuel Locatelli. And I know we're going to get into the goal, but it was something special. It really was. How I sort of um, summarized this first half, low event for the first 17, nearly 18 minutes. Then the uh, Giorgio uh, Chiellini uh, goal that was uh, called off, which is a shame because he fought through two Swiss players. Handball gone. Then a couple minutes later, uh, Borati with a great drive. Locatelli with the finish. And Italy really seemed to dominate that first half. I don't remember too many high-danger chances for Switzerland. That was sort of my assessment of the first half, but I'd love to get yours. Pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad cause. Like, the thing is, like, the possession says it's 50-50, but it doesn't seem like it, does it? Because no. Italy just seems like they're completely in control. They're not too defensive. They're creating genuine goal-scoring opportunities and always a threat when they move forward. You're right on the Collini goal. I mean, it should have been his ninth for country. He hasn't scored in, like, four years. And he goes up. You're right. He does well to win over two players. It's one yeah. of those rules, though. It went to VAR. It did come off his arm. It was completely unintentional. I'm not sure what the player is supposed to do rather than just cut off his arm to begin with. It's one of those rules where I think the referee's got it right, but the rule itself doesn't make any sense. Then he goes off a few minutes later. The captain, the leader of this Italian side, looks like he did his hamstring, which will maybe cast a shadow of a doubt going forward. But the Locatelli goal, I mean, the ball's available. Oh in the middle of the park he's about 15 yards into his own half the ball's popped up and instead of bringing it down he volleyed it out wide to Berardi like a perfectly weighted ball and then Berardi a great run he just takes it himself inside the area but look until he runs the distance of the field gets into the six yard box and just taps in the goal the pass was exceptional the work rate the sprint to get to that spot was unbelievable as well he's just such a good player and what do we talk about uh, after Italy's first game how good their midfield is it's still that good cause and that's the reason why they're a genuine threat to go on and win this tournament yeah, Locatelli put himself in position, like created a good target for Baratti, who finished the deal um, on his end. And what a difference for a first half for Italy today versus against Turkey, where the possession was, you know, 88, 89% for them, but they just couldn't finish. Absolutely, but I, I just don't see the Swiss offering much at all. Breland yeah. Bolo, when he gets on the ball, looks a decent threat, but other than that, they look 
really conservative, very safe cause. Like, it's one thing having the ball. It's another thing doing something with it. And Italy, this is just far too comfortable for them if you're a Swiss fan out there. All right, Wheeler, you had the call yesterday with one soccer, Canada defeating Haiti 3-0. We'll get your big picture thoughts about that and, of course, the goal. That is coming up in <laughs> just a moment. It was a great call by you guys. That's Gareth Wheeler. I'm Matthew Cause. You are listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Welcome back. You are listening to live coverage of Euro 2020 right here on TSN Radio. I'm Matthew Cause. That is Gareth Wheeler. Gareth Wheeler, lead commentator for One Soccer, was calling Canada's 3-0 match yesterday against Haiti. They now move on to the final qualifying round of uh, the World Cup for the first time since 1997. Uh, Wheeler, two-part question. First, how bad are you feeling for Montreal's own uh, Duverger with that whiff goal? And what is the ceiling for this Canadian squad? Well, first off, for the Montreal-born Haitian goalkeeper, on a human mm-hmm. level, you feel bad for him, for him on a, but on a competitive level, not so much. Honestly, like <laughs> Canadian men's, the Canadian men's national team has been the butt of all jokes over the you know the course of our lifetimes. Matt, nineteen eighty six, the only World Cup they've qualified for, and over the years, people have struggled to find a reason to stay loyal, stay true to the Canadian men's national team program when the women's program has had so much success. Look, it was one of the worst goals I've ever seen. Uh, the most unlikely of goals like when you're calling something like that you're absolutely not prepared uh for, for that to happen no. now it's spread worldwide like jay Onright brought it up last night on sc with jay uh-huh. Onright, and and i mean there's over 4.5 million hits on at one soccer and the sky oh, no. sports and he, like it's being picked up everywhere and a poor kid 22 years of age but I, I mean, that the, those are kind of the breaks. You need to step up when it matters the most. The Canadians did, and on top of that, this is the first time that Canada has been at this stage of the competition in 24 years. And more important than that, Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, genuine star players in this region, and better depth than we've ever seen before. This is partially thanks to the likes of Toronto FC, Montreal, Vancouver, and other academies across this country investing in young players. And now a lot of them are coming through, and we're kind of seeing the results of that. So it was a it was bound to happen at some time, and it might as well be right now. So. 14 games to be played by Canada between September and March. It's going to be crazy and good thing for people in Toronto. They're likely to be playing those games at BMO Field with you in the crowd. We're long overdue oh. to be back down there, so plenty to celebrate. Absolutely. Honduras and the United States, first two matches in September. Uh, getting back to this match, it is 1-0 for Italy over Switzerland. Uh, I guess another two-parter for you, Wheels. Uh, what does Switzerland need to do to try to get back in it, and what do you expect from Italy? Oof, I'm not sure if they can cause. They need to show more attacking intent. Switzerland don't have a ton on their bench. Certainly this is a better effort than what we saw from Turkey. I think as we go through the tournament, you start to learn things. And one thing that we did learn earlier today is Turkey simply not ready to play at this level. They're the youngest team in this tournament. They lost 2-0 to uh, to Wales. But a one nothing lead is still attainable, still right there. For, uh, for Switzerland to get involved. I think they just need to be better on set pieces. They need to counterattack. 
they have a midfielder named Zakaria. He's all action. I think he needs to come on the field. I'm really surprised he hasn't started for Switzerland. I'd bring him into the game and try to press Italy a little bit more. No Collini in the back right now. You know, ask some questions about the Italian back four. They simply haven't been asked many questions thus far through a game and a half. And if Switzerland can do that, then perhaps they can sneak a goal. I, I, I just don't see it. I think that's just best case scenario that Switzerland comes away with a draw. Wheeler, love it. Thank you, as always. Great call last night with Canada's 3-0 win over Haiti. We will chat tomorrow. It is Netherlands-Austria is the 3 p.m. match, so I will talk to you about that at half tomorrow. Yeah, two group leaders tomorrow should be a great game. Belgium-Denmark tomorrow as well. So a full slate coming your way on TSN and TSN 1050 Radio. Take care, my friend. Thanks, pal. That is Gareth Wheeler. We got to take a quick break, and then we get you set for the second half. Italy, Switzerland, you're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. You're listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. It is Italy with a 1-0 lead over Switzerland on a beautiful goal by Locatelli and Baratti setting it up. We take you now to the second half, Olympico in Rome with the call. It's Alistair Bruce Ball, Leon Osman, and John Southall. I'm Matthew Cause. You've been listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. They're not going to be talking about it in, in preparation, but you, you see information, you come across information, and, and you secretly know, you know that there's a route and... You know, in 2016, we, we, we saw that. We, we experienced it, you know, going into the knockout stages in, into Russia. You know, we, we, we knew uh, the, the, the potential and, and England uh, obviously finishing runners up. It, it was in, in our interest to finish first in the group. And, and we did that. And I think now, uh, again, a really a unique opportunity. And, and it looks like Italy are on form and, and, and have the potential to, to finish the group first. And if Wales finish uh, as runners up, it it's, uh, it, it could potentially bode, bode well for, for the latter parts of the tournament. Good stuff, Hal. Thank you very much. Hal Robson Carney with us on Five Live Sports. Back to Leon and Ali. Yeah, live football from the Stadio Olimpico. No Howard's way uh, during the second half. Italy leading Switzerland by a goal to nil, and Switzerland have made a positive change. Mario Gavranovic, uh, their striker, who coming into this tournament plays his club football for Dinamo Zagreb in Croatia. And actually scores seven goals in his last eight caps uh, for Switzerland, including a hat-trick against Liechtenstein, but also a couple of goals in a three-all draw against Germany. So Gavranovic is on, and immediately Switzerland on the front foot. Shakiri's hit a shot from range. It's deflected behind for a Switzerland corner. We'll get early thoughts from Leon Osman on the change, the Switzerland change in a second. Let's see what Switzerland can do with the corner. Italy leading 1-0. And Ricardo Rodriguez with his left foot and away swing. A good delivery headed well wide by Elvedi and behind for the goal kick. So Gavranovic on for Seferovic. Leon Seferovic didn't feature much in the first half. He didn't, didn't have much chance, did he? No, well, no, that's the thing. He's more of a, an old school number nine, a big centre forward who needs the ball up to him, in and around him. Crosses coming into the penalty area, and Switzerland don't seem like they're capable of that against this Italian team. So. Kavranovic will give them something else, something a bit more to uh, to get around the feet of, of Mbolo. Italy very slickly in their silky blue shirts, playing it out from the back. Donnarumma very coolly with a pass along the byline. Barella is tackled as he was trying to get away down the right. And so that will be a 
throw in for Italy. Not sure if we've had any more lookalikes for Granite Xhaka, having gone platinum blonde, short and sharp, swept across with the hairstyle, the Swiss captain. Team trailing by a goal to nil. Donnarumma in goal for Italy, back four of Di Lorenzo, uh, Bonucci and Acerbi, because Chiellini had to go off with an injury in the first half. Uh, Spinazzola, very impressive again, bombing away down the left-hand side. Jorginho, the goalscorer Locatelli, and Inter Milan's Nicolo Barella as the midfield three, and then Immobile through the middle with Berardi, who created the goal in the first half on the right, and Lorenzo Insigne of Napoli uh, on the left. I'll give you the Swiss team in a second. Two minutes gone in the second half. Switzerland have the ball. They're in white shirts with red trim. As we look at it, they're playing from right to left in this second half. Ball up the middle to Mbolo. Looked like that was going to be a decent first touch, and then the ball got away from him. Acerbi got a foot in. And Italy have played it to the left. Spinazzola has given the ball away. Mbabu looks up, needs someone in there to attack that cross. Di Lorenzo heads it away. Rodriguez can't control it. And the ball goes out for a throw into Switzerland. Leon. Yeah, better again from the Swiss. They've started this game positively like they started the first game. That was a really good ball into the feet of Mbolo moments ago. He's able to bring that in. Nearly got turned. And uh, suddenly the Swiss are now playing in the Italian half. The, the crazy thing is they've just managed to put their first cross into the penalty area. Now they've took Severovic off. But, yes. you know, much better play from them. Barbo up to Mbolo, won't stick for him, tug on the shirt from, again, both players. Mbolo, I think, is going to start feeling a little bit hard done by here because Locatelli was it Acerbi. It's Acerbi, well, actually, Mbolo's got more of Acerbi there. He's pulled him to the ground, and that is a free kick for Italy. Switzerland, Jan Sommer in goal. Uh, back three, Nico Elvedi, Fabian Scher, Manuel Akanji. Late challenge here on Bonucci by Gavranovic who picks up a yellow card, Bonucci down, in pain, holding his right ankle, Gavranovic went in, and he's got booked. Yeah, my first thought was that it probably was a yellow card, he's just showing real desire to try and have an effect on this game, he's put real pressure on Bonucci as he's gone to play the pass, yes, he does leave a bit on Bonucci as he plays that pass, that, that leg as it follows through, kicking the ball, he's just gone right through it, Bonucci's right to argue as he is doing, at the moment but that's the kind of effect a substitution needs to make he needs to make an impact on the game put the Italians on the back foot show he's in the game so I'm actually wouldn't be too upset by that yellow card one of the reasons I love watching Italians play football as well is just the the expressiveness you know so so Bonucci gets up and he's having a bit of an argument with Gavranovic but not only in his face but the way they use their their hands and the way actually Chiellini celebrated his goal that was disallowed actually took me back to, to Marco Tardelli in 1982 where he had both arms out and the, the it's orchestrating isn't it it's orchestrating yes. yeah it's theatrical yeah exactly it's drama and that's why the Italians are such fun to watch and when they play football like this hugely entertaining as well Locatelli looking to get a pass away to Insigne on the left was just running you through that Swiss team Elvedi, Cher and Akanji the three centre-backs and Barbu and Ricardo Rodriguez the two wing-backs Shakiri's now gone down hurt and Berardi is also down as those two players challenge for a ball uh, in midfield so the referee's got to sort this one out as well Remo Foyler and Granit Xhaka in central midfield with Shakiri now playing behind Brilem Bolo and Mario Gavranovic let's have another look at this challenge Berardi goes for it and Fabian Scher I beg your pardon is the player that's down I think both of them just need to get back to their feet I think they're both trying to claim that they were clattered by the other player Shaw made a pass and then sort of got off his feet in making the pass and then claimed that he'd been fouled and Berardi went over the top 
they just both need to get up get up off the off the floor get on with the game there wasn't an awful lot and that good refereeing I thought though not entirely sure how I've mistaken Fabian Scher for Jordan uh, Shakiri because actually those two could not could not in terms of build certainly uh, look any more different and Barbu right footed ball into the Italian box cleared by Acerbi with his left foot measured pass out to Insigne Jorginho lovely ball through the middle oh this is smooth from the Italians here they come Berardi onto it on the right hand side two to aim at in the penalty area Berardi with a low ball almost comes back to him from the interception Immobile is frustrated but Italy will have to rebuild the ball comes back and it's Di Lorenzo now looking for the one-two on the edge of the box. Barella, Barella plays it to his left-hand side. Locatelli, oh, finds the bottom corner. His second goal of the night, like an arrow. It fizzes into the back of the Swiss net. The Italians playing some wonderful football. And they lead Switzerland by two goals to nil. Well, what an evening that left foot of Locatelli is having. It's a wonderful strike, it must be 22 yards out, it's hard, it's low, keeper has no chance, but it's sustained pressure from the Italians, they nearly get in down the right-hand side, just before the goal, Berardi probably chooses the wrong pass, but they keep the ball in there, they sustain the attack, they don't allow the Swiss to get out in any way, and suddenly then they're playing one pass, two pass on the edge of the penalty area, Barella drops off into a pocket, Immobile makes a lovely run to create the space, for Locatelli and once he does there's only one thought in his mind he's having a shot he hits it hard low across the goalkeeper goalkeeper doesn't even move such as the quality of the strike and the Italians find themselves 2-0 ahead what a wonderful second goal just takes the slightest of deflections that shot on its way in but makes absolutely no difference that was heading for the bottom corner it was rifled in and there was that lovely sound effect of the ball rippling the net, you just heard it, it fizzed in and hit it so hard. Fabulous strike from Locatelli, what a night he's having. Plays his club football for Sassuolo, integral part of this Italian team. Italy leading Switzerland by two goals to nil. And Locatelli's looking for a hat-trick. He is, and he probably deserves one for his performance from those driving runs from midfield. But the way the Italians are, are getting forward, the, they're having such good quality passes in midfield. Having said that, what a sloppy one yeah. that was. But they're sucking the Swiss into certain positions and then breaking in behind them so quickly. Immobile slightly overrun it. Kanji sticks a leg out. Immobile goes down. He's hurt. Play continues. The referee doesn't think that was a foul. Fabian Scher is on the ball in the centre circle. Freuler to his right. Out wide to Mbabu. Elvedi, the right-sided centre-back. Scher's back on his feet. Elvedi does well for Switzerland. Crosses the halfway line. Italian fans, you can hear chanting loudly and passionately inside the Stadio Olimpico their team leading 2-0 and playing some dazzling football and here they go again Barella is almost through the middle this time Immobile will chase the ball out to the left good strong challenge for it the throw in goes Switzerland's way Italy leading Switzerland by two goals to nil I, I don't know my murder she wrote well enough to come up with the sort of the pun for Locatelli tonight but but going back to him wanting to be an FBI agent has he cracked the case tonight Leon, do you think? He's certainly nearly there, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Throw in. I don't think he's got the guy in handcuffs yet, but he's not far <laughs> off. <laughs> I do beg your pardon. That, that's, that is Chris Sutton's influence with those sort of dreadful puns. We'll leave those well alone. Nine minutes gone, second half. Italy leading by two goals to nil, and it's their football, actually, that is doing the talking tonight. So Group A as it stands, Italy heading for two wins out of two. Uh, they will sit on six points. Wales, after that fabulous win in Baku this afternoon, uh, with the goals from Aaron Ramsey and Connor Roberts 
will sit on four points. Switzerland will be on one if they lose this game, and Turkey on none. It is setting up very nicely for Italy and Wales uh, at the moment. And Switzerland and Turkey in that final game is all important because remember, four of the six third-place teams uh, will qualify, and it, you know a win for one of them might squeak them in. Certainly Switzerland, but. You'd have to wait and see. Wales, of course, can concentrate on coming to Rome on Sunday, which will be a commentary on BBC Five Live at five o'clock Sunday afternoon. Acerbi plays back to Donnarumma, clears with his left foot. Xhaka is there, volleys it forward. Jorginho intercepts. Lovely short touch from Insigne. What a pass as well. Down the left to Spinazzola. Spinazzola just takes his time to control the ball. Short pass back into midfield, Insigne involved again, little 1-2 with Jorginho, Barella wants it here in the centre of midfield, right in the middle of the Switzerland half, Berardi turns it round the corner, Immobile loses it, Switzerland have it with Shakiri. Shakiri is running away from Barella, but Barella has so much energy, forward and back, they forward seem, and back. They just seem so mobile, the Italians, whether it's going forward or, or trying to win the ball back, we've heard those you know, that five-second rule that, that uh, Barcelona had, that Manchester City had. Now, you give the ball away, you sprint around for five seconds. It's exactly what the Italians are doing. And Insigne was the one that won the ball back there. But it's the, it's the reaction of the whole team. The moment anybody gives the ball away, they don't have any passengers. They don't have anyone who sulks or, you know, thinks they were unlucky when they give the ball away and stroll for a few seconds. Their, their reaction is brilliant. All forward. He's looking for Berardi, who cut in from that right-hand side. Rodriguez plays a little one-two with Xhaka for Switzerland. Chipped forward by Akanji, blocked by Berardi with his head, and the ball comes off him and goes out for a throw into Switzerland in their left-back position. 11 minutes gone in the second half. Italy's last defeat, by the way, was against Portugal in the Nations League back in September 2018. So they're not too far away uh, from from making it almost three years uh, unbeaten. They are on some run at the moment. And the way it's going so far, it looks like they'll take some stopping. But tournament football, you never know. Throw in for Switzerland. Double change coming for them. Steven Zuber of Eintracht Frankfurt and Sylvain Widmer, who is a right-back who plays his club football for FC Basel. So centre-back Fabian Scher is coming off for Steven Zuber. And the other change, we'll wait and see, will be Mbabu, who, who is the, uh, the right wing back. So that, that is a, a like for life. I think it's going to be in change of system. Leon, you'd have thought if Fabian Scher's coming off and uh, Steven Zuber is coming on, they're 2-0 down and they need to try and do something about it. They do. As we mentioned, the Italians are, are dominating the game at the moment. They're 2-0 down. They're not having any play. They've got no momentum in the game at the moment. The Swiss, so manager's trying something he's going to try and make a change to to the system get fresh legs on hopefully compete with the mobility of the italian team at the moment as well free kick for italy wide on the right about 10 yards short of the swiss penalty area beat turkey 3-0 in the opening game of the tournament we'd love another 3-0 tonight lorenzo insigne again with the expressions and the pointing and the gesticulating complaining that the the two-man swiss wall freuler and shakiri is not 10 yards away insigne Sticks his right arm up in the air, then focuses on the ball itself with his right foot. Oh, dangerous one. Good clearance uh, at the near post. That's Gavranovic back there doing that for Switzerland. Barella playing it back to the halfway line, Spinazzola. And he in turn comes back to his goalkeeper, uh, Donna Ruma. Manuel Locatelli 
I'm told by uh, John Southall, our producer, is the third Italian to score a brace at the Euros after Mario Balotelli against Germany in 2012, which I think was a semi-final, and Pierluigi Caseraghi against Russia in 1996. So, not just a pretty face, Leon, <laughs> is he? And no. <laughs> 13 minutes gone in the second half. Daily Euros pod. Euros Daily, I beg your pardon, is what it's called. Will be well worth a listen. Tomorrow morning, considering the football we're watching here in the Stadio Olimpico this evening, and Wales is excellent win uh, against Turkey. Italy have given the ball away. Brilambolo turns inside the Italian half, plays it to the short, stocky figure of Jordan Shakiri. Ricardo Rodriguez plays a little one-two with Granit Xhaka. Again, the blue shirts swarming around the Swiss players. Rodriguez is nudged to the floor by Locatelli. Free kick for Switzerland. Yeah, well, we thought they might change system, but it doesn't look like they have. Rodriguez has just gone from left back to, to left side at centre half, and he's going to probably be try and be more attacking from that position. Zuba's gone left wing back. Heidman's gone out to the right side at right wing back. So, same system. Well, hopefully, the fresh legs will have the effect for Switzerland. Xhaka, that's a nice pass. Finds Mbolo in the centre circle. That's not a nice pass. He's completely overhit that beyond Gravranovic, and the ball's gone behind for a goal kick to Italy and actually Leon that does make sense because they are so used to playing I mean Pekovic loves loves the back three certainly since since the World Cup in 2018 they they, they always play it so yeah look, I completely understand that you stick with what you know what your players are comfortable with but it's certainly not working something needs to change whether you just keep the back three the wing backs but you you, you use something different to affect the Italians in a way or you know, you, you play more direct. Something has to change because at the moment, Italy are just controlling the game and it's the game's just getting away from the Swiss. Italy leading Switzerland by two goals to nil, but Shakiri coming forward for Switzerland. Shoots with his left foot, gets underneath it. And he goes sailing over the crossbar. Moment of danger for Italy there, but Shakiri is off target. And Italy keep their 2-0 lead. Half an hour to play in the game. And Italy at the moment cruising towards the last 16 and you do just wonder what the uh, what the likes of England and Spain and Belgium and France you know watching this and Portugal make of Italy and the way they've played so far in this tournament taking a little risk inside their own box at the moment Benucci does so well beat his man plays the ball out Jorginho comes charging forward wide open space here he's run a good 40 yards tries to slide it in on the left the ball might break here to Immobile with a little layoff now with Barella, Barella with his right foot, plays it back to Jorginho, Immobile wants it again, he's calling for it, but he's not going to get it this time. Locatelli to Insigne, Insigne chips a dainty ball onto the chest of Jorginho, 40 yards from goal, works it out to his left, and now it comes all the way back here to Acerbi, Acerbi to Bonucci, the Italians back inside their own half, in total control of this game, and leading 2-0, ball down the left to Insigne, Insigne, Little one-two, gets the ball back again, swings a high curling pass out to the right. Di Lorenzo's coming for Florenzi at right back this evening, just plays the ball inside. Forward it goes, Immobile has slightly overrun that. And Switzerland have it back with Kanji. Kanji, strong challenge there by Locatelli, foul on Freuler, free kick Switzerland. Yeah, you ask about what other teams or other countries will be thinking watching Italy, I think they'll be taking notice for sure because the the Italian performances have been very impressive at the moment so you'd certainly be aware of of what they are 
in possession of the ball. I don't think they've been tested out of possession. I think the bigger teams, the bigger sides in the competition will be wanting to get at them. We'll wonder what they're like when they don't really have the ball for, for big moments in the game. The Swiss haven't done that. And certainly the Turks, uh, Turkish didn't in the first game. So they've not been tested that way. But offensively, they look very, very good. 17 minutes gone in the second half. Jorginho is clipped as he plays the ball back to Donnarumma. No free kick. Italy leading 2-0. Three more commentaries coming your way on Five Live tomorrow. Two o'clock is Ukraine North Macedonia. Uh, that game is in Group C. Denmark Belgium is in Group B. Full commentary on that. Kicks off at five o'clock. Netherlands Austria is the eight o'clock kickoff tomorrow evening. And then Friday night we're at Wembley. Uh, full commentary on England against Scotland. Eight o'clock kickoff on Friday night, uh, followed by 6.06. Shakiri looking to slide one down the inside left channel. Italy intercept. Jorginho gives it to Insigne, says you take over. Insigne flicks the ball at Elvedi, wants a handball, doesn't get it. Insigne tries to win it back. He bounces off Elvedi and Bolo plays it across to Gravanovic. Here's the chance. Right finish shot from Zuba. Donnarumma saves well with his right foot. Donnarumma blocks again at the near post from the cross and Italy eventually uh, hack it away and that's the point if you, if you get past that that blue wall that defense you've still got to beat the big fella Donnarumma in goal <laughs> what a wonderful I think it was a double save in the end from Donnarumma it was uh, first time the Swiss have really got in behind the Italian midfield get at that Italian defense I mentioned before they've not really been tested suddenly the Swiss are having much more of the ball in these areas Shakiri in the pockets of space and Gravanovic making good runs when he's in possession he got in on that occasion Lovely little pass, but Donnarumma was equal to it. Zuba with the shot in the end from Kravanovic's pass. But uh, what good goalkeeping that is. He made the first save, he's quickly up for the second save, and the Italian smothered it away. Donnarumma with his right foot playing a ball into midfield. That's a nice pass as well. So not only does he stop them, he creates them. What a lovely ball that is to the right-hand side, right into the path of Berardi. Berardi's got the goal in his sights, left-footed shot, good block on it in the end. He was aiming for that top corner, just took a flick, it's headed over the bar and it's gone behind for an Italian corner. It was a Kanji who got back, Leon, just in time. Yeah, it was crucial, crucial block from a Kanji, just forcing Berardi to rush his shot and, and as he, in his uh, excitement to try and get there, Kanji also gets a block on it. Berardi can't keep it under the crossbar, but he's dangerous in those positions when he's on the right-hand side, running at that left centre-back. He can go either way, went outside of the defender for the Locatelli goal he came inside there but he's a real threat so throw in for Italy wide on the left Spinazzola takes it gets the ball back chips it down the line to Insigne Insigne with the socks rolled down all the way back into his own half Acerbi back to his goalkeeper Donnarumma Italians with this incredibly proud defensive record at the moment and in their last nine games without Conceding a goal, offside flag goes up against Immobile and Switzerland will have a chance to clear their lines. Italy leading Switzerland by two goals to nil. Slow hand clap beginning again. Manuel Locatelli with a goal in each half. Akanji, Borussia Dortmund to his left finds Rodriguez. Rodriguez to Zuba down the line. Still so much energy in the Italian front three, the midfield three, chasing everything at the moment. Zuba trying to get away here from Barella he's done it little step over from Shakiri. no one behind him and so it comes through to Donnarumma oh but he's had an effect on the game 
Dewberry's been prepared to take the ball, he's been prepared to travel with the ball, commit defenders, use that physicality to try and, uh, uh, and question Di Lorenzo and, and Barella on this, on this right-hand side. He's gave that pass away a bit sloppily there once he'd made the run, but he's had a positive, imp a positive impact for Switzerland. Jorginho, so crucial at the base of midfield. Don't forget Marco Verratti has not featured in the tournament just yet for Italy either. Not included amongst the substitutes again this evening, out with a knee injury. Italy come forward again. It's Insigne in his central position, outside of his right foot, very nearly found Immobile with a clever little chip pass that just span away from Immobile in the end. Kanji does well, under pressure inside his own half, the ball is played to the left. And Switzerland have it and they play it back uh, to their goalkeeper. Uh, their goalkeeper, I beg your pardon, their captain, Granit Xhaka. Midway through this second half, Sylvain Vidmer on a right wing back, back to Akanji. You sense the Italians just taking a breather here, player waiting to come on for them. There's another huge talent, Federico Chiesa uh, of Juventus, who uh, quite often will play that position that Berardi is playing on the right-hand side. So whether Berardi might get a little break this evening, we'll wait and see. Jorginho's fouled in central midfield, so that will be a free kick to Italy. It was Freuler who bumped into him and down he went. Italy 2, Switzerland 0. I've been impressed with Jorginho in this game. I think that, you know, the people around him, your Locatelli's, your Barella's, and certainly the front three, have had a, a, a lot of talk from us about the mobility, about them getting on the ball, but Jorginho just sits in front of that defence. He's orchestrating the midfield. He's deciding when they run. At times he's pressing all the way in himself into a sort of number 10 position, and the defenders are coming through. He's, he's been very vocal. And I uh, just think the turnaround from him starting his Chelsea career to, to how people think about him now, he's, he's, uh, he's been really impressive in his form over the past 18 months. Elvedi, pacey pass down the right. Kovranovic couldn't control it, complains it was hit too hard at him. Nothing quite going right for Switzerland tonight, who will need a win uh, against Turkey. Turkey will need a win in that last group game, that's on Sunday. Five o'clock kickoff. Insigne! is the man to get a break. Double substitution coming for the Italians. I can see Rafael Toloi of Atalanta is, is waiting to come on. Standing ovation for Lorenzo Insigne, 30 years old, 5 foot 4 inches tall, lovely footballer to watch. But the Italians also love this man, Federico Chiesa. Uh, his father served the national team proud, Enrico Chiesa. And now Federico gets on, and Berardi is the other player. Uh, to get a rest. So, of the front three, they've taken off Insigne and Berardi. Immobile stays on. And Berardi, who created that first goal quite brilliantly, gets a break. And Rafael Poloi uh, comes on. Player who was born in Brazil, switched his allegiance to the Italian national team uh, in February, made his debut against Lithuania back in March, and he's winning his fourth cap uh, this evening uh, off the bench. Xhaka heading the ball back powerfully to his goalkeeper, Jan Zoma and uh, hard as they try, very hard to see Switzerland getting back into this game. Uh, Donnarumma obviously made the, the couple of sharp saves, that's been it. Yeah, I mean, the substitutes had a, a small impact. It, uh, Switzerland have changed slightly how they're playing, and Bolo seems to have, have dropped deeper and allowing Gravanovic to play up front, but had no impact on the game. And Italy now making substitutions, with, you'd think, with regards to the tournament. Disappointed personally to see Insignia and Berardi leave the field considering the yeah. impact they've gained we've really enjoyed watching their performance but 
you start to think about Italy and think about the tournament they're now making substitutions to make sure those players stay sharp throughout which is which is ominous for them Italy Wales in the Stadio Olimpico on Sunday kicks off at five o'clock it'll be a five live commentary highlights tonight by the way this one's well worth a watch Wales game against Turkey obviously as well BBC one at, at 10.45 Vladimir Petkovic sitting on that Swiss bench wondering what he can try and do to affect matters but the last group game for them is going to be all important as it is for Turkey when those two face each other Elvedi heads the ball away it's lofted long Immobile gives chase so he's still out there as centre forward for the Italians so whether we'll see Andrea Bellotti the rooster uh, or not the other centre forward in the Italian squad then we'll just wait and see 20 minutes to play the Italians just enjoying themselves and you can hear the fans are absolutely loving it Di Lorenzo is up now he might chase his own header into the box here Di Lorenzo oh, shoots with his left foot Immobile screams at him because he was right there five yards to his left he wanted it laid in and Immobile would have had a clean shot at goal and the right back just thought you know what this is my moment long ball over the top to Zuba the flag stays down angles difficult for him inside the Italian penalty area on his right foot side foot into Shakiri. good touch turn pass back to Shakiri. sits up for him on the left foot drives it hard two Italian defenders throw themselves in the way and then the flag goes up about 45 seconds uh, after the initial offside call I think yeah I mean the offside is probably we're looking now four five yards into the Italian half and, and what we've ended up seeing at the end of the move is two or three Italians throwing themselves at the ball clattering into each other maybe picking up an injury and doing so for a move that was you know 45 seconds yeah. old with regards to an offside and it's it's those kind of things that we need to, to figure out with regards to, to yeah. this rule moving forward. They're, they're, they're told to do that, the, the assistant referees, aren't they, Leon? And they, they were doing that in the Premier League last season. And I guess the assistant referees worried there because if that shot ends up in the back of the net and he was on side, as Italy come through? And it's a shot for the bottom corner uh, that misses and goes well wide and behind for a goal kick. Immobile again, desperate for his goal tonight, the Lazio striker. Uh, but this one he couldn't finish just opening his body up in that sort of Thierry Henry fashion took the ball down so well on his right thigh went for the bottom corner and just pushed it wide yeah shocking defender by Akanji he was marking him and as he spun in behind his centre-back partner Alvedi he just left him as if he was saying to his centre-back partner you're supposed to pick him up now Mobile got into that position should have actually finished it such as his quality but just misses the target his scoring record at this stadium I mean, he plays his club football here, obviously. He's, he's from 92 goals in his last 118 appearances uh, at the Stadio Olimpico. <laughs> over a long period of time, that is almost one every game. And he might get another chance now, depending on what Spinazzola can do with this, because he's intercepted the ball on the halfway line. Vidma comes back to make a tackle on him. Spinazzola's happy with that, and he'll let the ball uh, run out of play. Italy 2, Switzerland 0. We've got 17 minutes left uh, of the game. On air through until... Half past ten this evening. More reflections, of course, on Wales' famous win in Baku uh, against Turkey this afternoon. A little look ahead uh, to tomorrow's action as well. It'll all be there for you uh, in the Euros daily pod tomorrow. Five live breakfast, of course, uh, from six o'clock tomorrow morning. Plenty of Euros coverage uh, in there as well. And plenty of build-up. We're not too far away, are we? from England-Scotland coming up on, on Friday, tomorrow, Thursday, and then England-Scotland uh, on Friday evening. Barella's given Rodriguez a nudge in the back. The referee spotted it, given a free kick to Switzerland. Xhaka with his left foot, playing a little one-two with Freuler. 
Back here to Akanji, Italy still high up that pitch and pressing and closing and chasing and running and harrying. This is Elvedi, deep in Italian territory now. Shakiri down the line, gets the ball back from Vidma. Elvedi playing across to Froiler. Froiler to Gravranovic, tries to turn it around the corner. Cleared away by Toloi. Now Chiesa gets his first proper touch of the evening. Lovely smooth runner with the ball. Hair flowing behind him as he brings it forward. Great pass as well. Is this Immobile's moment? No. Left-footed shot, whips it wide. And behind for the goal kick. Well, it should have been his moment. He's had a goal with his right foot moments ago. And this one was won with his left foot. It's brilliant by Chiesa. He makes a real positive drive and run through the middle of the Swiss defence. Plays the ball perfectly timed out to... Immobile on that left-hand side, it's one touch with his left foot, second touch should have found the back of the net, he just pulls it a yard or two wide of, of Sommer in that goal and the goal for him. Jun Shakiri comes off with 15 minutes to play, he'll be a key player in the last group game against Turkey on Sunday, replaced by Ruben Vargas of Augsburg, who comes on uh, to win his 13th cap. Italy 2, Switzerland 0, Italy utterly dominant this evening as they were against Turkey in their opening game Vidma chases a long diagonal ball down the right hand side goes clattering into the advertising hoardings behind the goal and Italy have themselves a goal kick uh, I know you like your golf Leon US Open golf starts tomorrow at Torrey Pines in California so the coverage on five live sports extra the commentary from 10 o'clock uh, tomorrow night obviously a big time difference there so that will go late uh, into the evening and if you're a cricket fan, the World Test Championship final uh, on Sports Extra from Friday at the Rose Bowl, which should also be a cracker, India against New Zealand. Gavranovic, weak ball infield, intercepted by Jorginho. Chiesa with his right foot, plays the ball to the right-hand side. Di Lorenzo up to the halfway line, ends up doing a little jig around the ball, just got caught up between his feet. Jorginho just keeps it moving, keeps it ticking, little one-two in midfield with Locatelli, Locatelli's looking a little weary now as he crosses the halfway line with 14 minutes to play well, he has every right to, <laughs> a number of those Italian players have a right to feel a little bit weary it's no surprise to see, as I said, two of the front three being brought off and replaced already they've got through an incredible work rate the whole Italian side has and that's what's making them play so well Leon Osman watching the game with us. Italy closing it out very professionally at the moment as it stands, heading through to the last 16 tonight before their final game against Wales on Sunday. Wales, after their win against Turkey, in an excellent position, even if they lost uh, against Italy, to claim the runners-up uh, spot in the group. At the moment, their goal difference is four better than Switzerland and their head-to-head -head record uh, is level. Gavranovic surrounded by blue shirts, just nowhere to go in there. Italy bring it away, good advantage played, and here they come with Chiesa. Again, Chiesa running at three white shirts. Immobile was making the run across. Chiesa's forced him wide to the right. Rodriguez has it covered. The ball is played to the goalkeeper, Jan Sommer, and Nicolo Barella is down and hurt. And that came, Leon, in the, in the block challenge on the edge of the Italian penalty area. And it was a brilliant block challenge from him, just as one of the Swiss players just tried to turn, I think it was Gavranovic, just tried to take the ball and open his body up. He said Barella just came from his blind side, made a great block challenge, just as he thought he would open his body up and get a shot away. And it's typical of the Italian midfield tonight. They just thought they'd got in momentarily Switzerland, found a little gap of space, and an Italian player appeared from nowhere to make that, that challenge. It was a wonderful one. Who? Oh, he's Brooking Mbolo. 
referee was 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 brandishing that's the word isn't it brandishing the yellow card and I just wonder who's he going to give that to because he was he was really building up to it and quite enjoying the moment and it's Briel Mbolo who gets the yellow card for the challenge there's a lovely turn actually from Barella Mbolo goes through him and he gets booked yeah I think that was frustration there from Mbolo as I said Barella won the challenge the ball fact felt him he did one of those Maradona step on turns and it just done and Bolo all ends up and he just had a swipe at him to try and stop the counter-attack really connected with that left calf of Perella maybe even got his ankle caught in the floor a little bit which has caused a lot of the pain but the referee allowed play to continue it was a good advantage which Italy didn't take advantage of here comes another stat from our producer John Southall this on the BBC Sport website this is remarkable Italy have scored 58 goals in their last 19 games, effectively three a game just over, while conceding just three. Bosnia and Herzegovina, the Netherlands and Armenia are the only teams to score against them since September 2019. That Armenia goal actually came in a 9-1 Italian win. I know, I know if you look at all those teams in those games, Leon, that sometimes the level of opposite, they've not been playing the big boys all the time but they're a winning machine at the moment the Italians yeah, they are I mean this will be their 10th consecutive win without conceding a goal so they're, they're going about it the right way but you know if you're scrut really scrutinising their, their build up they haven't been getting opposition against the big boys they're getting teams that they'll win they can build confidence which is a really good way of going about it at times but if you're looking at Italy for the competition they look really sharp they look very impressive but They've not been tested without the ball for long periods, and I think that's what the, the top sides will be looking at when they play Italy. Italy leading Switzerland 2-0. Ten minutes to play in the Stadio Olimpico. Switzerland on the ball. Jorginho in to win a tackle. He's giving it away. Bonucci, no nonsense. Volleys it forward with his right foot. Immobile chases. Akanji heads it away from him to Elvedi. Elvedi plays it back to the goalkeeper, Jan Sommer. Manuel Locatelli of Sassuolo. The boy who grew up wanting to be a private detective uh, has scored the two goals this evening. Offside flag goes up uh, against Switzerland. Italy will have uh, a free kick and see another Italian substitute warming up on the sidelines. And Roberto Mancini, I know, will be extremely pleased with the work that his squad has, has done again this evening. Because if you think particularly of his history as, a, as an Italian player for all his talent, and 36 caps I know is, is nothing to, to sniff at, but in terms of major tournament football he only ever appeared for Italy actually got on the pitch at one tournament and that was the Euros in 88 uh, when he scored against uh, West Germany he was left out of the 86 World Cup squad by Enzo Biersot never got off the bench at uh, Italia 90 on home turf and then retired from international football because he was so annoyed with Arrigo Sacchi before the World Cup in 1994 and he regrets that bitterly to this day so I think winning the Euros as a manager for Italy would be sweet redemption for him as a Kanji chases the ball back into the right back position and Chiesa closes him down and wins a throw in for Italy on the left hand side Swiss fans looking a little dejected uh, as you'd expect a point to their name so far from the opening game against Wales but it's all about the last game against uh, Turkey for them they've been well beaten this evening Leon oh they've been outclassed this evening by Italy I don't think you know before the tournament this is a game that they would have hoped they could they could win rather than expected to win the Wales game and the Turkey games were ones that they would have seen as the games that they're going to pick up points and would look to to pick up the three points in each of them it didn't go 
as they planned against the Welsh. Now they know their job. They have to go to, to beat Turkey in that final game. Chance for them to come on the break here. Gavranovic is making a move in the middle if he can be found. Italy have enough numbers back just to slow it down. Switzerland play the ball uh, back into their own half. Elvedi to his right. That's Froiler down the line to, to Vidmer. It's Ruben Vargas who made the initial break down the right. He's the one who's come on for Shakiri. Ball is with Vidmer. Vargas's cross. Well, it's not a bad one, but Donnarumma is in a good position there, well off his line and just falls on the ball. Made a really good, sharp double save uh, midway through this second half. So did his stuff when called upon, but otherwise hasn't really needed to do too much this evening. Xhaka with the ball forward, intercepted. Di Lorenzo at right back for the Italians. Teasing, curling ball beyond Akanji. Immobile's onto it. Shot saved by Sommer. He's penalised, though. For pushing a kanji to try and win the ball and then it's that lovely Leon's Leon's doing it perfectly where how do we describe that Leon where you sort of pinch your fingers together and then you purse your lips and you just wave your hand up and down as if to say come on yeah I, I don't know how to describe it but I feel I'm pretty good at it now yeah. <laughs> I, I think that was a he would probably put his arm on his back there uh, immobile as he was trying to get the ball up a kanji but a kanji was struggling he really was to get that I think it was a generous foul. Goalkeeper made a wonderful save from the effort anyway, but uh, a generous foul. Italy 2, Switzerland 0. Plenty of shots on goal, but only two shots on target this evening for the Italians. Both from Manuel Locatelli. Both ended up in the, the back of the net. First one he couldn't miss. The second's a beauty, actually. Have a look on the highlights tonight. BBC One 10.45. Just a, a real low drilled shot into the bottom corner. Picks his spot and finds it yeah that was the best finish with regards to the goal but the build up for the first goal was was magnificent the wonderful pass the, the great dribble yes it ended with the tapping but we've been treated to two fantastic goals so far Switzerland have it wide on the right trailing 2-0 and here's Elvedi Elvedi decides to come forward good ball to his right can they get this cross in? Plenty of white shirts in the box if it does come. Finds a blue shirt. It's headed away. And Spinazzola is there to battle with Gibril So, who has since come on as another of the Swiss substitutes. Challenge on Chiesa. Shrill blast on the whistle. That's a foul. That is a free kick for Italy in their left-back position. And we are heading towards uh, the last five minutes of the game. Italy 2, Switzerland 0. I think, uh, I think Locatelli's gone down with cramp. I think it's Locatelli down with cramp inside his own penalty area. No surprise, really. He must have covered every blade of grass in the midfield this evening. He's got two goals, both quality. One with his right foot, one with his left foot on the side of the six-yard box. One from 24, 25 yards out. Wonderful evening for him, which typified this Italian performance. Italy waiting to make another couple of changes as Locatelli gets treated for that cramp. Matteo Pessina is going to come on and Brian Cristante as well. Locatelli's coming off and uh, he's been the star tonight. He's got the two goals for Italy and we can see the fans on their feet applauding him. What a player he is. So promising for the Italians in that midfield. As Leon was saying, has done plenty of running. But so much threat uh, as well. He's covered 10.47 kilometers this mean look at the rattling the stats off here from UEFA's website a 92% pass completion Statman Dave would be absolutely loving this bottom line is 
he scored two goals and he's, he's played quite superbly. Italy leading Switzerland by two goals to nil. Barella is coming off as well, Nicolo Barella, uh, who, who's done a similar job actually without getting on the score sheet uh, for Italy. So, four minutes to go. Italy heading for a tenth consecutive win without conceding a goal. And it will mean they'll be unbeaten in their last 29 games. And they're heading through to the last 16. Can they find themselves a third foul inside the Swiss penalty area from Chiesa? He put his arm across the uh, defender's face. It was Vidma he caught with his left hand. So that will be a free kick for Switzerland, which they've already taken. Ball is played up the right-hand side to Vidma. Back to Elvedi. Elvedi clears with his right foot and wins at the... Euros, despite qualifying for many tournaments, are hard to come by for Switzerland. This will be just two wins in 15 games for them uh, at the finals uh, of the Euros in their history uh, in the tournament. Xhaka with his left foot playing the ball across to Elvedi. Three minutes to play in Rome. Down the line it goes from Vargas. Vargas gets the pass back, comes dribbling infield. Can't do much with it. Last touch came off him. Donnarumma is able to pick that ball up, hold on to it for Italy, bowl it out underarm here to Rafael Toloi, who plays it back to Donnarumma, who clears with his right foot. The ball finds Immobile, who uh, is another one who's worked so hard for the cause this evening. He's just not been able to find his goal. Jorginho on the halfway line, low pass. Cross to Acerbi, Acerbi taking every care over that pass to Chiesa on the left-hand side. Chiesa with the blue shirts to Amat in the middle. One of them is Immobile. Cross comes into the penalty area now. Di Lorenzo, the right-back, was trying to get on the end of that. Italy up high to win the ball. Tolo wants it. Immobile shoots and finds the bottom corner. Jan Sommer got hands to it, but he couldn't keep it out. And Italy score three goals for the second game in a row. They have dominated Switzerland this evening. Immobile has his goal again in the Stadio Olimpico. It is Italy 3, Switzerland 0. Well, it's his third attempt in this second half to get his name onto that score sheet. And it's third time lucky for Immobile. It's a wonderful effort. It's, it's a great interception by Toloi. 25, 30 yards from goal. He just steps in front of the Swiss midfielder. The ball falls to Immobile, he's got runners either side, you'd expect him to make the pass, but he's only got one thought in his mind this late stage, considering his goal record at this stadium, he takes another effort, the goalkeeper is slow to react, it bounces just in front of him, which does make it difficult for the goalkeeper, but he can't keep it out, he pushes it onto the post, and Immobile gets his goal, a wonderful record he's got. 89th minute of the game and you could see how much it meant to him as well one of those strikers who probably feels when he comes off no matter how well he's played it's a disappointing evening if he doesn't get on the uh, score sheet the shot bounced just in front of Sommer just didn't get enough on it tickled his fingers and has ended up in the bottom corner and as John Southall's just quite rightly been pointing out the goal difference for Switzerland now drops to minus three Wales are on plus two so that's a difference of five between them if Wales were to lose to Italy, if Switzerland were to beat Turkey, Switzerland still to claim the runners-up spot would have a lot to do to try and get That's really good news for Wales today. Yeah, it is. Um, that third goal could be all-important come this, you know, the final group standings after that third match day is, is played. But 
you know, we can't get ahead of ourselves, start thinking about that now. We think about what we've just seen, and that goal was exactly what he deserved. Yeah. I think Immobile, you mentioned before, he's worked ever so hard. Everybody around him, the two of the attacking midfielders, the two up and wide men, have all been taken off because of the distance. He's still on, and he'll be thankful that he is. Now he's got his goal. Before this tournament, in the Euros, Italy had played 38 games in the finals of the Euros without ever scoring more than two goals in a game. And now, in the first two games of this tournament, they bag three in both games, and they might even fancy a fourth here. Chiesa cuts in field from the left-hand side. Nice ball to the edge of the penalty area. Di Lorenzo is, is forward again there. Ball is played back towards Immobile. This time he couldn't find space for the shot. And it's a chance for uh, Switzerland to run it away. They've lost it. Immobile shouts, give it to me. Three minutes of added time at the end of the game. Italy leading Switzerland by three goals to nil. Two for Locatelli and one for Immobile. And you can hear the jubilation in the stands at the Stadio Olimpico. Be interested to see as well what sort of team comes out to face Wales in the five live commentary on Sunday. Immobile hunting again on the edge of the box, trying to win a ball back. It's kept away from him. And the ball is played out wide to the right-hand side. And Switzerland bring it forward. They've been well beaten this evening. They will have to go away and lick their wounds and try and beat Turkey in their last game to finish on four points. But the chance of turning around the goal difference against Wales seems very slim Wales on four points Italy heading to the last 16 with this win they're on six those two meet on Sunday in this stadium crossing towards that Italian penalty and again the effort just to block that cross to make sure that they keep themselves a tenth consecutive clean sheet Zuba's cross comes in that's dangerous Donnarumma tries to punch he claims for a foul he's not going to get the decision Vidma plays the ball back to Embolo Embolo across the face of the penalty area, and that is one of the worst shots I've ever seen from Gibril So that's a little bit harsh I know right footed first time attempt and he has launched it so high and so wide Italian goal kick yeah it's a bit harsh just as we see that wonderful strike again it's more of a whip of an effort than an actual through the laces strike from Immobile but hits the back of the goal regardless but you mentioned how hard they're still working this late in this in the game you know when you're making these substitutions bringing on Pacino Cristante Saloy Chiesa they know the standards that they've got to play at. They know the efforts that they've got to play at to stay in this team, and we're seeing that. Also saw the lovely relationship there between Immobile and Insigne. Insigne has already been taken off, but after Immobile got his goal, he made sure he went to find him, and two got a great partnership up front, shared the embrace. Embolo coming forward for Switzerland. About 20 seconds to play in the game. Been another commanding performance from the Azzurri on home turf in Rome, crossing to their penalty area, cleared to Mbolo, Mbolo trying to work it onto his left foot, no way through, the wall of blue stands firm, and if Italy win this group, they will go through to face the runners-up uh, in Group C, that game will be at Wembley on Saturday the 26th of June, how about that from Italy, a second consecutive 3-0 win in the tournament, Manuel Locatelli with two, one in each half, Ciro Immobile getting a goal in the 89th minute of the game, that is now 10 wins in a row without conceding a goal, they are looking extremely dangerous in this tournament, Leon Osman. Yep. A crazy run for Italy, now six goals scored, none against, as Italy has defeated Switzerland by a score of 3-0, and as you heard, 10 wins in a row without giving up a goal. Since September of 2019, 
Italy has now scored 59 goals in their last 19 games while giving up just three. I'm Matthew Goss. You have been listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. A reminder that on all our radio stations tomorrow, we have a triple header of Euro for you. Ukraine versus North Macedonia at 9 a.m., Denmark versus Belgium, and then Netherlands versus Austria at 3 o'clock. Another action-packed day of Euro 2020 right here on TSN Radio. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Enjoy the night. We'll see you tomorrow. And a reminder, TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020, champions live here.